Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom Podcasting Network. Over the next several podcasts, Northwest Boardroom President Gower D. Talley will introduce the five key personal choices from his book, Five Things I Learned on the Road to the Dream. Today, Gower will discuss the first of the five choices, happiness. My name is Gower Talley. Welcome to the Northwest Boardroom. We're going to take a brief break from our traditional sales and leadership topics to introduce the five core personal choices detailed in my book, Five Things I Learned on the Road to the Dream. Today we're going to discuss choice number one, happiness. And this, by the way, is what surprises many people about the happiness choice. The fact that it is, by necessity, the very first important personal choice. You see, many people will argue that happiness should be the final choice, the final objective of absolutely everything else. When you talk to many people, they will say that the point of all they do, all they say, everything they have and want and believe, all of this is a part of their never-ending search for happiness. Many people think that the final end goal of all of their other pursuits is, well, happiness. Well, let me share a little secret with you. This perspective, the view that happiness is the ultimate end in and of itself, this is an extremely counterproductive mindset. People who live their life in the pursuit of happiness very rarely actually find it. The most successful people I have ever encountered do not see happiness as an end goal. These extremely successful people see happiness as an extremely effective means to all of their other ends. The most personally and professionally successful people seem to recognize that their own emotional happiness is something that is under their own moment-to-moment conscious control. They recognize that choosing to be happy, even in the face of adversity, is an extremely effective tool in achieving everything else that's important to them. Now, to help illustrate this point, let's look at an analogy. Let's view happiness as we might view oxygen. If you were to sit down and list the most important things in your life, you might list things like your family, your faith, your career, your development, I'm sure that you would have other priorities that I can't even imagine. I am willing to bet, though, that oxygen would not show up anywhere on the top 100 of your personal priority list. If, however, you found that you were deprived oxygen all of a sudden, it would move to number one on your personal priority list very, very quickly. Your career would cease to matter. You wouldn't give a second glance to that new car or new living room furniture. All of your other personal priorities would vanish. You would quickly develop a one-track mind and you would do almost anything to get oxygen. You would probably begin to make poor choices such as smashing through walls or trying to break out windows in your attempt to get oxygen. You would not make proactive five-year plans to get oxygen and you wouldn't schedule meetings. You wouldn't schedule getting some oxygen right after you got the kids to school and clean the kitchen. 
You would want oxygen now, and you would make short-term, erratic, and potentially self-destructive choices to get it. Your mind would not permit you any other areas of focus. Things like career development, improving your relationship with your family, and earning that advanced degree, all of these things would cease to be very important to you at all if you were lacking oxygen. Well, folks, happiness is like emotional oxygen. It is difficult, if not completely impossible, for an unhappy person to achieve any type of personal greatness. Unhappiness seems to invalidate all other personal priorities. Unhappy people seem to search randomly and desperately for happiness. They pursue a list of things and circumstances and sometimes even other people that they believe will make them happy. More often than not, when they achieve what they believed would make them happy, it doesn't work. The object of their pursuit didn't make them happy, and their disappointment makes them even more unhappy. Their unhappiness has moved to the very top of their priority list, and they're unsure what to do about it. They make poor, reactive decisions, and for the most part, they remain unhappy. Well, let's return to our oxygen-deprived example for just a moment. Let's say I tap this oxygen-deprived person on the shoulder and say, Hey, dude, breathe. Well, he looks at me through panic-stricken eyes for a moment, and then he takes a breath. He realizes in that moment that he didn't need to smash through a wall to get to where the oxygen was. He didn't need to break a window. He simply needed to breathe. He is surprised beyond words to discover that the oxygen was here with him all along. He also realizes that even if he had successfully smashed through a wall or found a window to break, it would not have mattered. He would have, at that moment, still have to start breathing. The solution to his problem was not outside himself. It never was. There never was an external answer. The solution was always completely inside him. He had been searching in a panic for some external answer when the real answer was simply making the choice to start breathing. A simple act of will. This analogy illustrates many people's search for happiness. Many sources of happiness are here with us right now. And even if we achieve something we believe will make us happy, we have to allow ourselves to be happy about achieving it. Many people are out there in the world desperately looking for external things and circumstances and people to make them happy while all the time, the real problem is that they were emotionally holding their breath. So if you are going to live by intentional and proactive design, if you are going to create and execute the future you want, you must first get conscious, voluntary control over what makes you happy. This is a prerequisite to controlling your circumstances by controlling your decisions, which, interestingly enough, is going to be the topic of our next podcast. 
My name is Gower D. Talley. Until next time. For more information on the five choices, please visit www.thenorthwestboardroom.com.